Yo, hey, 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 what's up, what's up? <laughs> what's up, well, who everyone? Are you? Who are you, and that, what, what have you done that, with Brian? That was Arsenio Hall. He stopped by. Oh, man. Oof, I, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenio, sir, how dare you hijack he, our podcast? He took off already, but he told me we needed to uh, like up the energy when we were getting started. Well, as as Arsenio likes to say, let's get busy. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, welcome. another. Yeah, we're still going. We're still going. Much, much hope... to Apple's chagrin. Yes, we don't have an Apple update today. Things have been peaceful on the Apple front this week. That's right, and we're um, keeping our fingers crossed that it'll stay that way. Yeah, we're hoping no more hackintosh. No more uh, turning our friends into dogs, you know, cyborg dogs, you know, for now at least. Um, No more shadow banning us for being too random. Right. Uh, No no more more subpoenas. subpoenas. Yeah. It's nice to have just one week of peace from all that chaos. It really is. You know, it it really gets me into a calm mood. I would say this would be a a chill episode, but, you know, Arsenio said we got to pump up the volume baby <laughs> that's true does it does it count that i've i've been constantly fist pumping since arsenio hall made his appearance yeah that's you know that's you know i think we can all sense that i could sense it i think the listeners yeah. can sense that you know you, there's just like a certain energy that you put off when you fist pump i'm doing it now too i think everyone can probably tell right oh yeah absolutely yeah this is like the most energetic, powerful podcast ever right now. It it, it might be too powerful. Actually, right. Apple might w- try to cancel us for being yeah, too powerful. Yeah. Right. I don't want to shut down their whole platform, you know, just with all this power That's that right. we're generating. So, and energy. Arsenio, we're going to dial it back a little bit. Yeah, we're going to c- get back to what, we, what we're comfortable with here. And uh, I think the best way to do that is um let's let's talk to our listeners let's see what yes. listener questions we have this this week yeah, man. Is the listener lagoon, man? so what do we have this week so this week we have a question coming in that asks us if you had to choose one in order to stay alive for the rest of your life, <laughs> okay, would you choose Mr. T's hair or would you choose to have two butts for the rest of your life? Two butts. Hmm. Two butts? Or Mr. T's hair. Yes, or Mr. T's hair. Hmm. I think for me the choice is clear. I would go with Mr. T's hair. Okay. I think because, um, for one, I've never had a mohawk. Yeah, right. And this would be the perfect opportunity. I think that's you know an, an important experience in one's life too. I I agree. I mean, that page of my baby book is blank. There's not a thing on there because I've never had a mohawk. Right, Second, my first mohawk. Yeah, yeah, baby's first mohawk. Secondly. I can finally wear every piece of gold jewelry that I own at once because when you have a mohawk, guess what? That's an automatic license to wear 
every right. piece of gold jewelry you own at one time. Yeah, yeah, it's like a permission slip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. What about I, you? Uh, I'm gonna go with the two butts. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the reason is because I would look thick AF. T h i c c. I I you would know? I would dare to say thick with four C's. With because four, yeah, two butts. Right. You got twice the cheeks, man. Exactly. Yeah. Thick squared almost. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like I was just thinking like I can only imagine like my twerking skills. I mean, you roll up in the club and you're barely fitting through the door, you're so thick. Yeah. And once you get out on the floor and you start twerking, that's it. Like I could m- you know, I might be able to, not that I would want to, but I may accidentally, like, injure people, you know? Oh, I, I agree. And I think you could Twerking. actually, without any sort of irony, say to people, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I mean... Yeah, when you're... Yeah. That's a, I, that's a very, very interesting choice. Yeah, I mean, I, I just picture myself twerking thick AF, and it's it's looking good. You know, that would... <laughs> That would be the, I think that would probably be the end for like Nicki Minaj, like Iggy Azalea, you know, they're, oh, they're yeah. well-known twerkers. They would have nothing on me. Mm-mm. They would have to just step down. They could never twerk again. They would just be trying to start beef with you online. Right. And you would just be like, sorry, ladies, the thickness can't hear you right now. Hashtag thick with four C's. <laughs> All right, I I approve your decision. I hope that uh, our biggest fan Sangar Sardar would as well. I think he would. Here's here's what I think Sangar Sardar would say to your decision: the cutest made my day. Yes, he would. Yeah, he might even leave three comments, like just say this was a hypothetical post. I he, I think he would. Beautiful. The cutest, absolutely wonderful. Yes. You guys, I'm telling you, Sangar Sardar makes my day. He said that he he told us today that we made his day. He makes my day every day when I hear from Sangar Sardar. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, sometimes I just have to tell myself, keep calm in Sangar Sardar, because <laughs> that's what gets me through the darkest days. Yes. So thanks again, Sangar Sardar. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. For going above and beyond on Instagram. Really, your engagement is top notch. Yeah. We need some of you other guys, you know, guys and gals. Need you to step it up. You got to step it up here. Got a big opportunity. You know, we will anoint you as the next Sangar Sardar. We really will. I mean, we're ready to do it. I'm sorry, Sangar, but that's just the way it is. We, right. This is a, we want a competition. Industry. Yeah. That's we just got to see some effort. You know. Once we see that effort, I'm ready to anoint the next Sangar Sardar. And so we also have a new segment that we'd like to introduce today. This is, I think, going to be a kind of a recurring one. You know, because these days there's a lot that people are doing that could land them in this segment. This is called Cancelled Watch, and this is where we cancel people. This segment is not something that we relish we feel like it's necessary because sis sometimes people need canceled yeah and um i regret to inform you guys um 
about who's getting canceled tonight. It's actually me. It, uh, it's true. I'm canceling myself. It's a preemptive cancel because I know that I will be canceled if other people get a hold of this first. So I I just wanted to come out first and just go ahead and cancel myself because I went on a Republican podcast. I'm so sorry. But you're canceled, sis. That's such a shame. Yeah. I don't know how to come back from this. I think the first step would be just you you gotta you gotta watch out for those Republican podcasts. I mean yeah. that's that's a canceled trap right there. Yeah. Um you know, I, even though I canceled myself, I'm kind of hoping that maybe everyone out there, even though I'm canceled now, that maybe you could have it in your hearts to maybe just like put me on like a like a cancellation probationary period, you know, so this isn't permanent. And if I, you know, if I if I keep doing OK and I don't go on any more Republican podcasts um, that maybe, I don't know, let's say in two weeks I can be uncanceled. I just, you know, if you guys have it in your hearts, I would really just ask, you know, if you could consider that. I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Like I'm okay. I'll be canceled for two weeks this is a hard two weeks. And then after that, you know, the lift the probationary period, as long as I haven't gone on any more Republican podcasts, I hereby deem that official okay i hope you guys out there guys and girls are okay with that if not please let me know and you know i'll i will do what i can to make uh, make this up to you you know and we're gonna keep track too of your of your canceled status on the show so right yeah i i think it's a necessary evil so thank you for being so brave and taking taking the canceled probation Yes, and thank you guys for, you know, considering this probation period and all that. You know, it it means a lot to me that you're willing to give me a second chance. I think it's worth it. Well, I'd I'd like to pivot now and get a little more positive. We brought it down. Let's bring it back up. I say let's fire up the randomizer and see what article we come up with today. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. All right, here we go. Sandy. 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 Hmm. I mean, that that could mean a lot, right? What well, is that? Let's see here. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Sandy is a 1926 silent drama film directed by Harry Beaumont and starring Madge Bellamy, Leslie Fenton, and Harrison Ford. In 1926? You can't see it, but I'm furiously rubbing my eyes in disbelief i'm just doing that wah 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 what yeah i'm like i'm that guy that like pulls his hair out because he's just so uneasy about things does does harrison ford travel in time i I can only imagine what what the reaction is going to be i hope if you're listening right now you've pulled over because this is a huge shock this is uh, i'm floored like internally 
I'm just thinking, it says what? Harrison Ford? Are you kidding me? But I'm trying to keep it cool out here, you know? Right, because we're recording. We can't get too worked up. But, like, what? Harrison? Was he a, a negative baby? <laughs> he had to have been, right? I actually, this is kind of, I came up with this theory once. And I think this is the right time to come up with it. Or to, to, to explain it. Let's hear it. It's called the negative ghost theory. Okay. Okay, so this is before you're born, you exist. But as like a as a ghost, but it's not a real ghost because you're not dead, so you're a negative ghost. Okay. So is this the negative ghost of Harrison Ford? I think it very well could be. I uh, I don't see I don't see any other logical explanation. What like wh- how old is the character he plays in this? You know, I'm not sure, but there is a photo with the article. And the photo shows a woman standing who I would assume to be Sandy standing in a living room, kind of facing three other women. And she's slightly pulling up her dress so you can see her stockings. Ooh, honk honk a wooga. Oh, indeed. I'm, I'm getting a little hot under the collar here. And right next to her are four gentlemen... All, all peering as if to uh, say, oh, what do we have here? Looky there, fellas. Fresh gams. <laughs> it appears as if we can see some stockings. And it looks like all of them are in their 20s or 30s. So they're fairly young, which means that our dear Harrison Ford is a pretty young fellow. And here, I thought he was pretty young when he did Star Wars. Yeah, but apparently he was a pretty young guy back in 1926. Harrison this Ford, just... you you have just blown my mind tonight. Yeah, mind equals blown. Yeah, MFW, you find out Harrison Ford was a negative ghost time traveler silent film actor from the 20s this whole time. I'm doing a shocked face, by the way, for MFW. I literally have no words. I would say to this, for Harrison Ford, aging gracefully for the win, FTW. absolutely. I mean, it doesn't get much better than this. So much win right now. He's really, he pulled the wool over our eyes with this one. I'm not even mad. You know, this is giving me life right now. Harrison Ford having such a long, successful career is giving me life. I am living for this. Oh, yeah. Harrison Ford was was a, a silent film actor in 1926, and I am here for it. Wow. This is unbelievable. If wow. If I were to post this online right now, I would just put this period and a link to Harrison Ford on Sandy in 1926 I don't think anyone would even believe you no they wouldn't they couldn't who's a for what now that's what everyone would say come on this can't be real 
Well, guess what, baby? Wikipedia does not lie. Harrison Ford was in this movie in 1926. He absolutely was. You can look it up yourselves. And uh, I'm sorry, our team of world-class scientists would not throw in a fake article for us. Yeah, this isn't the fake news podcast. We don't pay them millions of dollars to give us false information. No. Hell no. Yeah, we paid... That's why we're in so much debt, because we paid for some good shit. That's right. All right, so according to IMDb, it gives us a plot summary here. Okay. That's what it says. Sandy McNeil adopts strictly unconventional jazz ethics. Oh, no. And against the wishes of her parents, runs with a fast, young set. (laughs) I can understand why her parents are upset, you know? Back then... It's like jazz. Jazz was new. You don't know what's going on with jazz. It's like, why Why is this music changing so much? You know, why aren't they singing about my doggy in the window? Yeah. That's what, that's what the other music in the 20s was, my doggy in the window or whatever. You know, that. so I can see where the parents are coming from. That It would be kind of like nowadays if, some, like if you had a kid mm-hmm. and they brought over all their friends and they're puffing on jewels. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be a little upset. They're listening to their EDM music. Yeah. Dubstep. Yeah. Running with a a very fast set. Yeah. Screaming, blow it, daddy-o, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it just fills my heart with terror. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have any children, but it makes me terrified to have children just the power, the transformative power of jazz here. Lay it I, on me, Scat Cat. You know? I don't, right. I don't want to sound like I'm not an accepting person here or, or that I'm a judgmental person, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I do not want to raise a hep cat. Oh, absolutely you not. Know? I, don't, I don't want a hep cat. I don't want a beatnik. I don't, I don't want, want a daddy No daddy because you know what daddy turn into? Pinkos, commie pinkos. That's right. And they puff on their jazz cigarettes, and all they want to do is just play that that devil slide trombone. Terrifying. It is. I, that it's ruining that, the children of our country. And that wacky grass. Mm, the silly stuff. That, yeah, taking puffs of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Jazz is the gateway to all that. Oh, God, I hope my kids do not run with a fast young set. If I have anything to say about it, my my kids will not be running with a fast set. No, not at all. Stuff gets weird for Sandy after this. An auto breakdown after a party places her in an embarrassing situation, and she grudgingly marries a wealthy suitor of her father's choice. So dad's taking charge back, and he's like, no more jazz. You're marrying a banker. (laughs) Getting you back on the straight and narrow. But dad, I think dad made a mistake, okay? Because here's what it says. When her husband's cruelty results in the death of her child. What? She leaves him and meets Ramon, an architect with whom she becomes infatuated. Oh, boy. Then Ramon's former mistress stops by. What? Yeah. So Sandy moves out, lives with Judith, her cousin, 
but she falls in love with Douglas, oh who's God. Judith's husband. What a mess. <laughs> this is out of control. Thanks it's a lot, jazz. jazz music. It's jazz. Sandy refuses to return to Ramon, and then he shoots her and then kills himself. What? <laughs> Douglas, taking the blame for her sake, is tried for murder, but Sandy rises from her sickbed and confesses in court. Oh, hell no. And then does a good deed by restoring Judith to Douglas. Wow. Do you see what jazz can get you wrapped up in? I'll say this for Sandy. She arose from her sickbed and made everything right. She, right. I think she, she finally realized the error of her ways. She made it all better. She knew that she messed around with jazz for too long. And, you know, in the waning moments of her life, she could, you know, finally do something right. Thank goodness. And she, and she reunited her cousin with her cousin's ex-lover. Right on. <laughs> Beautiful. So there's, there is a lesson to be learned from Sandy, I think. Mm-hmm. It's if you fuck around with the jazz, just only do it for so long and make sure you, you know, you get your shit together. I, yeah, I would say fuck around with jazz, jazz fucks around with you. Yeah. And you better get ready because it'll do it. Scary. So scary. What if you accidentally fucked around with jazz, you know? <laughs> well, daddy-o, my sympathies go out to you. That's all I got to say. Luckily, I don't think I've gotten to the point where I have, you know, gotten tangled up in jazz at all. Well, you you better pray that that day never comes because yeah. you'll turn out just like Sandy. Yeah, and I, I don't want to have to, you know, I don't want to, you know... Let's be frank here. I don't want to get wrapped up in a bunch of murders and stuff. Oh, no. Doesn't, doesn't sound like a good time. Absolutely not. All right, so the, the lead actress in this film, uh, she had a pretty intense fall from grace. Like, as this movie came out and as her career uh, kind of went on, she, when this movie came out, she was, like, at the height of her career. She's, like, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. She had a, her name was... Uh, Madge Bellamy, mm -hmm. but she was just known by the nickname the Exquisite Madge. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's gonna be my um, uh, my new uh, instant messenger username. <laughs> it's my new uh, Twitter at uh, the Exquisite Madge. <laughs> uh, so like she she started to become kind of like a diva, you know? She got this. Uh, reputation that she was wild on set she uh -huh. got a new nickname it was miss firecracker oh boy because of all of her outbursts and she had too many creative differences with people she ended up walking out of a contract more or less just kind of quitting acting so then she tried to get back in ended up in a bunch of b movies Oof. and then ended up making uh white zombie which is really? a band a band from the 1990s Starring lead singer Rob Zombie. Yeah. But it's actually, it's a movie too, apparently. Where I think they probably just performed more human than human the entire time. Mm -hmm. And uh, Madge, she, uh, her performance in that movie, the critics hated it. 
And Madge. so Madge, 30 years after the movie came out, she heard, you know, people complain about this for 30 years. So then 30 years later, she's decided she's had enough of these disses or whatever on her acting yeah. skills. So she comes up with a story that was a lie that she was sick when they were recording and they overdubbed her lines with another actress saying her lines. But everyone was like, no, Madge, that that didn't happen. Wow, Madge. Yeah. That's not so how Madge, you save your career? No, so Madge is on like a weird path here. A few years later after Sandy came out, she had been having an affair with the guy, with this guy for about five years. So this guy calls it off. Mm-hmm. So Madge decides that she wants to, quote, unquote, make him suffer somehow. Oh, no. So she drives to San Francisco with a gun. No. And stalks this guy for four days. <laughs> and eventually decides when he's in, inside of a nightclub that when he comes out of the club that this is it. She's going to strike. So he comes out of the club and she just starts to shoot at him. Oh, my God. She shot at him three times. Two of the times hit his car. None of them hit him. And she got, like, tackled by, uh, like, bystanders. Oh, my gosh. And a- after she's arrested, she, they let her, like, I don't know. They asked her, like, what happened? So her, this is her response. She said she, quote, just wanted to see him. He wouldn't see me, so I took the little gun with me. Oh, my God. Not the little I, gun. I had had the little gun so long, I thought it was just a toy. (laughs) 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 She thought it was just a toy. Give her a break. Okay. Okay. Nice try, Madge. I'm not buying it. I don't know. (sighs) See, she got too much exposure to jazz. Yes. It messed her up. Yeah, it affected her real-life character, not even just the character she played in movies. No. This is, this, is, sh- this is some Heath Ledger-level stuff. Yeah, you know? she became her character. She really did. So Fast, young, set, shooting people. Watch out for jazz. <sighs> I do want to say really quick, though, I, I noticed some of the filmography of the director, Harry Beaumont, and he's got some really unique names to his films some of the ones that stood out were lord and lady algae <laughs> the gay lord quacks <laughs> um <laughs> dance fools dance and yes. my favorite when's your birthday it's <laughs> a great name for a film i agree when's your birthday i i feel like when's your birthday like that's that's how how better can you get you can't ask anyone any other kind of question that's a the that, perfect icebreaker that brings so much joy you know that's like that you know it's it's going to be a good conversation a good oh, relationship yeah. and that's it you know if you call your movie when's your birthday you got to hit uh, absolutely well i think i think that's the the perfect place to wrap up for sandy yeah. i mean i f- i feel like again the moral of the story is don't get wrapped up in jazz because yes you're going to get you're going to get burned. You're going to do an attempted murder. It's yeah. just everything is going to get it's going to go real downhill real quick. It really is. Stay away from jazz, kids. Stay away from jazz.
OMG So Random Hee Hee is written and produced weekly by Brian Anderson and Dirk Walker and can be found everywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen and give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at OMG So Random Hee Hee. 